It's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 133. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, announcing the Eorzean Interior Design Contest. Join us and win big at Gamescom 2018. New optional items available. Announcing the 5th anniversary site and 14-hour broadcast. We'll pick our favorite tune with the developer's blog, developer's tracker, and fan mail. Let's shoot the shit. What has been going on this week? Hey, Ruby. Hi, Yelta. Hi. What's up? Hi. How are you? Good. Good. Me too. Had a fun week. Played a lot of 14. I don't know how I got the time to play 14. In fact, my son had a stomach ache on Sunday, and we were dealing with that a little bit. But somehow, in the midst of everything, I I was a better 14 player uh, this week. What I really think kicked me off was we promised we were going to do a map party on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Cerizian, you promised you were going to go with us, and you didn't go. Shame, Shame. sir. You should have been because we got two thief maps. We saw disco lights. In fact, Yelta, did did you bring us to the promised land? Who was it? I don't remember which one of us. Someone took us because we had someone with us who had never done maps before. He didn't know how to decipher the map or dig. And we got him know a map from a hole in his ass. Yeah, we 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 got him all the way to the the seventh floor. So that was cool. He got boom boom boom. Yeah, it definitely wasn't my map. I'm not lucky. I did manage to pull a thief map. We do um, need all. Uh, We think it's more fair that way. For one, it's typically within our grand company. Sorry, our free company. So uh, if you get butthurt, that's your problem. You shouldn't be in Nofika's bosom if you get butthurt anyway. But we just see it as a a fair chance for everybody to get something. Because it really blows if you get a map. And then you need on everything, and then you get a map, and you don't get anything, and I don't know. There's no I, there's no engagement anymore after that. It's like Exactly. You don't care, don't anymore, care anymore if your map doesn't have any fruit, and somebody else's map is the good one, and it just blows. So uh, we also do our thief maps. So we did a round. Everybody won a piece, and sometimes that's great. It was on Thursday. Sometimes it's a dud if you only get just a few... Uh, a few portals and you don't get very far in them but we got again to the seventh floor and we got two thief maps and uh the thief maps were okay i saw some stuff i had never done before it, there were the enemies that appeared like six in a row the or five in a row of the little the, yeah uh, the mandragoras yeah that was cool those are awesome that was really cool uh we boffed it on uh, a couple of uh golden namazu that uh that dropped and we we split the difference and both of them disappeared on us so sad day there but for the most part it was really fun it was really good and we got a lot of gill it wasn't like the best one we've ever done but i I think the best ones we've ever done i think we went like four hours one time with map parties and that's just overkill so oh it's that's it's kind of soul sucking (laughs) at that point never again never again with that but uh anyway a lot of fun i i i I don't think it's something we would do once a week because there's a burnout factor but i think it's something that like when people are feeling it just we put it on the discord and we go we get enough people to go i think if you had five or six it's pretty much enough but i think we had seven i think we had seven i think we had seven Seven. yep yep Yep, and and Cineflaked out too. Womp womp. Uh, but 
Yeah, I think she was taking care of my son, so that's acceptable. <laughs> um, I'll allow it. <laughs> yes, we have our own Lala at home. Um, I also did some Bard stuff. Uh, again, I've been goofing with Bard a lot. I beat the O5S dummy. Proud of myself for oh, that. Nice. That means I'm I hard. somewhat know my opener. Yes. I don't know yes. how to Bard at all. Uh, it's it's tough. It, it has a lot to do with um, using raging strikes and keeping the dots up whenever you have the the crit buff mm. and raging strikes going, and making sure you're refreshing those and keeping your songs in rotation. So uh, it's a lot of that. But I did that. I think on um, maybe Thursday after maps or maybe Friday when I was bored, and then I did some Ritterana after that, and I felt really good about my rotation i got the headpiece so i finally got that headband i lost the week before and uh felt really good about how i was doing bard and then we went again sin and i went last night i think because because uh we're we're recording a little later in the week we've already gone past the uh, tuesday reset and uh sin and i ran it yesterday and i ran it also tuesday and uh, I'm feeling really good about, like, keeping alive, keeping the dots up. The only thing I really need to focus now on is making sure I'm using, uh, using Nature's Men appropriately, mm. using Palisade appropriately, and then the one that gives the buff to everybody, doing that when I've got uh, Wanderer's Minuet up so people get that, uh, that, magic, um, that magic guard up for stuff like the Tsunami um, and Fire 4, so I'm doing the Ritterana type things. And if I feel confident enough, I, I need gloves. I'm still working for gloves and Ritterana, but I think once I get the gloves, I may take this sucker into O5S just to see what I can do. Cool. And then I was talking about that in our Discord, and I was like, well, I'm working on my, working on my um, DPS so I can feel good about that. And they were like, well, it's not DPS that's the problem for the Bard. It's the lack of a you know, knockback uh, ability, something that keeps you in place. Because, you know, other jobs have the thing where you can, like, either hug something or not get knocked back or whatever, and Bard really doesn't have that. So I got to make sure people don't screw me over and get me knocked off the side by, you know, knocking out all the walls or whatever else. So an added challenge, I suppose. <laughs> anyway, um, what else? Did some PvP. That's something else that Senna was like, let's do PvP. I've been doing the PvP thing. So I joined her for a couple of matches, and I had a lot of fun. We oh, were doing so the, um, it was actually fun. <laughs> I have to go sometime. Uh, yeah, and have we fun. were doing the roulette thing, which kind of sucks because you can only do that solo. Mm -hmm. So we had to just queue. I think what we did was we did a solo one a piece, and then whatever the flavor of the day was, that's the one we queued back in for, so we could do it together. And um, when it shattered, it's good. When it's like C's, it's not as fun because I just – I don't feel like people play right when it's C's. People just don't do the right moves and you and you lose. And I think one of them I like – I noped out of it just because I got – I didn't get mad enough like I was like slamming the controller. But like people weren't doing the right thing and I was like, no, I'm not doing that. I'll wait my 30 minutes and go eat a sandwich and come back when I'm feeling better about it. And I came back and I was I was fine. I, didn't, I couldn't let my sodium levels get too high. Yeah. So, uh, we, but we did it probably three times, and I over the course of maybe two days, and I had a lot of fun with it. Fun enough, you know. I do those on Summoner though because I feel Summoner's a little OP in it. So <laughs> I'd rather be 
I'd rather be the OP job, right? Uh, and speaking on Summoner, because I was doing the PvP, I, I'm noticing I'm getting a lot more of the marks again, wolf marks. Mm-hmm. So I went and bought some Glamour, and this is some kind of older Glamour now, but it's still kind of relevant within the Stormblood stuff. And uh, I got the caster piece that kind of, it looks a little gaudy. I think it looks good on women, but on male characters, it's like, ooh, I can feel a breeze up my skirt. <laughs> uh, and uh, I added it with, I think it's like um, it's like Hakuna skirt or Haka something skirt. I forget what it's called. But Is it Hakama, the, the pleated pants that look like a skirt? Uh, maybe, but I think this one actually is a skirt. Mm, okay. I'm not quite sure, but anyway, the point is the material is the same on both the top and bottom. So when I dye them, there's not a shade difference. They look, they match. And uh, it looks really sharp. So I'm back to, it's got like this kind of, it's not a butt wing, but it's got this flare at the top. Like it spreads out, like it looks like wings. Um, And I did a trial the other day, took a screenshot of it because (laughs) the trial, it was a. Lakshmi and four people were new, and it was interesting. I did a lot of raises as a summoner, and when it was over, down to like the 3% mark, nobody had still used the limit break. Mm -hmm. Maybe I was the only DPS alive. So I used the limit break, and then we beat it after my limit break. And so I got to G-pose with my limit break, right? <laughs> nice. So I stuck around after everybody left, and I was doing G-poses with the, the limit break. So I looked pretty fucking awesome with the giant uh, giant wings coming off me and then my tiny wings for my new outfit <laughs> and my, my little uh, ruby carbuncle in front of me. I so. saw that picture. I, I, I thought that was pretty neat. It's pretty neat, yeah. pretty neat. So my Dalamid horn looks good with it, you mm. know, and uh, I'm just happy to uh, – to have my Dalamid horn, at least for one more rising before they yeah, sell it. Yeah, before they or sell it. Else. So, yeah. So I gotta, I gotta end on a downer, right? Uh, anyway, uh, it was a pretty good week for me. I enjoyed the game. Um, I don't know what else is coming. I guess I need to start preparing for Pagos or preparing Cinna for Pagos. So that might be something I do this upcoming weekend. Um, because I'm hearing the experience in Animos when you do. The little achievements, oh, uh, the your ch- weekly, weekly your daily, log? whatever it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Challenge log. Those are yielding some really good experience in there. So uh, that's something I need to look at just for myself. And maybe I've seen some speculation that people think that Pazuzu feathers may still be involved in the next step. And mm-hmm. I don't know why people feel that way uh, other than – giving Animo still some relevance even after the advent of Pagos. So I don't know if I want to just get a set of Pazuzu feathers just to be on the safe side, as if it would be difficult to get them anyway, even after, as if, right? But uh, I think I need to take my Senna in there and goof around a little bit this weekend to see how it is, because I got to get my body ready. It's coming. It's next week, Yeah, right? it's so. next week. It's Tuesday. I have the day off, oh. so I will have mastered it when you get – no. You're smart. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, let me turn it then to you, ma'am. What did you do this past oh, week? Oh, man. I didn't really do anything this week. I did I did uh, host and go to the treasure map party. And you're right. I like the one map piece, especially if you have any luck at all, because even two maps a piece is what we used to do. 
and those would get really long, especially when you also get thieves maps and, you know, depending on the roll of the, d- the dice. But uh, we got some good feedback. I know, like, Aragon was new to map parties, and he was like, we need to do this every week so I have some money. So people who don't have, like, because he's a returning player. He quit a long time ago and came back, and actually it was, like, on the BG forums, who's like, I'm thinking of coming back to this game. Does anybody have room for me on Excalibur or whatever? And I'm like, oh, do you remember me from 1.0? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so he he came back and 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 I actually I really like maps. They're casual, they're easy enough where you can just kind of also chat and have a drink. But at the same time, you know, it gets harder or a little bit harder the deeper you go in. You have to pay attention because you get, you know, the, the little Namazoo and st- other things show up and you have to react. Uh, we're pretty powerful for them now. Like even like that level seven boss used to, I feel like used to have a little bit more bite and, uh, yeah, but, uh, I like treasure maps. I'm really looking forward to next week. I played other stuff. Sea of Thieves just had their cursed sales update drop. I've been playing that and I was in the maple. Can I say I was in the maple story too, beta? I have no idea. Ooh. Yeah. I know I signed an NDA for the other thing I'm in, but, uh, yeah. Don't tell us. (laughs) But, uh. I, you know, no. and then and then I was like doing real life things with real life. Like last night, I actually went down and went to a uh, a talk by the guy who uh, wrote his own board game thirty years ago, and uh, he he was talking about board game creation and whatever, and and pitching his new his new board game. So I went down and hung out with Kariri and her husband and had dinner. So you know. I've been getting out of the house once in a while. It's a little weird and scary, but <laughs> it's nice. It's, it's nice. like an open world RPG, right? Yeah. Well, I've been playing, and No Man's Sky had an update, and I've been playing that too. So. Oh, I've been hearing a lot of good about that. Yeah. It feels less like an interactive screensaver. That's how when when No Man's Sky first came out, I I liked it. It was kind of fun and casual, just to kind of like chill and play. But now, it, it, and I, I described it to someone who asked me that it kind of feels like a slightly interactive screensaver. <laughs> now, now, now it actually feels a little better. I haven't, I still haven't like met up with anyone else in it. I think it would be more fun if I, I don't know, played with someone else. Maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a bigger fan of third person than I am first person, so I'm glad mm-hmm. that they added the third person element to it. And I've been seeing a lot of cool stories about like finding the weird eggs on hostile planets, and it's very intriguing. I don't know if it's thirty dollars intriguing for me. <laughs> I wish I had like caught it on its like lowest. Oh, I know. It was on sale for point. like a day. Didn't they put it on like for half off for like a day? Yeah, I mm-hmm. should have got in on it when it was like, you know, 50 cents or whatever, <laughs> and then and then waited for the next update, just kind of stuck around. But, you know, I even see the uh, the creator tweeting a lot more now and being interactive. So, you know, to tie it back into 14, we once played a game that was <laughs> the yeah, 4.2 <laughs> game score or whatever. It was ridiculed. I was made fun of for even supporting the game, um, and... Somebody brought it back from the brink, praise Yoshida, mm. and uh, it this fourteen is a fun fucking game. People still come back. The person uh, we talk about coming back was one that uh, two expansions ago were like, I cannot handle this uh, this vertical 
gear grind. This is this is not good. And now with the horizontal options that we have, and there's a lot of content, I still think we could do a little better. Um, I still think I it needs one more thing, and I don't know what that is yet. And I like, and I don't think our friend who came back, I think he's still going to get upset with every how many months your entire gear set's worthless again. Yeah, because no that longer, part has no not goals really. So. That part has not changed. You still kind of wish there was a Moogle that was making you like hit things fifty thousand times to upgrade to some incredible weapon. But that's I guess eleven and not fourteen. We could be doing worse though. We could have our favorite I don't know uh, blood elf or something burning down like, I, the elf I, tree. I, and I heard there's some sort of wow drama going on for something there's, there's they did. just unhappiness in the world of, of elves i've usually in, been in alliance wow. so i heard it was horde drama but i'm not sure oh but you have like brad pitt as your hero or something for the alliance right? <laughs> i don't know i haven't played wow in so long in fact i've thought of i've, I've thought of resubbing but with my internet <laughs> I'd, I'd never get it all downloaded again i think I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go well, kill skeletons. I think we'll be. Games. I think we'll be losing people shortly to um, Battle for Azeroth, the new expansion. But then maybe when the when the new wears off in a couple of months after that, we'll see a resurgence in uh, 14 players for patch uh, 4.4, and then we'll have FanFest fairly <laughs> soon after. Well, that. and I think that is kind of a beautiful thing about 14 is the fact that. Yeah, you replace your gear really fast, but you also could really. Um, unsubscribe for six months and you would not have to work that hard to get caught up again, you know, or if you like took, yeah. if, if you like took Stormblood off completely, it really, I don't really think it would take you that long. Someday I'm going to do what I've always said and I'm going to level a brand new character and I'm going to just time how long it takes and how much money I'm just like going to keep track. <laughs> you know, see, what is it really? And I, and I know I've leveled characters to 50 before, and I've seen the first credits roll from a Realm Reborn, and then I'm just like, oh, that's slog to heaven's word. I, yeah. I do, I still think they should. I don't want to jump potion it, but I could certainly see them taking some of, like, the primal fights and stuff and putting them in side quests, because that's what they went to, right? They took the right. most of the primal stuff is kind of a side quest now. You, you know, and you still can't unlock everything without doing them. But if you were just going to get through the story, Heavensward and Stormblood are much more streamlined in that. Without, you know, you still have that content. It's just not required. So I think that's going to be one of our big announcements for um, for FanFest. When we get the keynote and they start listing the stuff upcoming for 5.0. I think that's something that they're going to announce is here's what we've done from 2.x, 2.0.1 through Heavensward, and we've streamlined this. Because they've talked about it. I don't think it's going to be priority for the 4.x cycle, but if you're going to entice people to play 5.0, there has got to be a better way to get through stuff if you're going to go the long route. You've always got the jump potions and the story But, but potions, a lot of people but... are against spending extra money on the game, and I'm with you on that, you know, but yeah. I mean, I do it anyway, but, you know, if you, but you still, I, I know the core problem is still, I've got this cool game I like, I want to talk someone into playing it with me, and they have to slog through all this stuff to get there. But at least if streamline the slogging, the old slog, see the core story, 
move on to the new stuff. But I, I, I don't know. But at the same time, you're playing a Final Fantasy game. You should be playing for the story anyway. Yes. Or the music. <laughs> well, and what they get right, they get really right, I think. So anyway, yeah, I I did treasure maps. But I took 10 minutes, but I did treasure maps this week. I didn't even get anything too exciting, I don't think. But uh, several Maybe. people got good stuff, and I forgot to record my gill before I went in. Sometimes I do that. But seven maps, two or two or three treasure thieves maps. I can't remember the two thieves. I think it was at least half a mil. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I had also sold something worth good monies too. So, do your quick mm. ventures, Jesus Christ! Sometimes your retainers bring you stuff that sells for half a million gill. Easy. Hell yeah. Yeah, do your quick ventures. Die. I was. I got on like three days apart from each other. One retainer brought me that uh, pure white dye that you can sell the general purpose. And like mm-hmm. three days later, another one brought me the black. Oh my God, they mm. they all sell. And I'm like, yes, I did. There you go. All right. You can shoot the shit with us. Go to the website, www.gtffxav.com and let us know what you've been up to. The first round is news. Announcing the Orizan Interior Design Contest. I didn't read this one. <laughs> uh, I'm behind I, on I don't news, really man. know this one either. Yeah, so, uh, oh, okay, so it's kind of like the other furniture contests and stuff they've had before. So, yeah. Oh, so many, go read this. There's so many, like, places that it does, excluding Quebec. So there's only some legal residence that works on. You have to be 18 and up. The entry period is July 25th, so now, through August 27th. Uh, the entry procedure and limitations, you need to take screenshots of your estate, including all the floors of the estate. Take the following. Oh, they've got examples. Oh, so this is this is how you've arranged the existing furniture. Okay. So, let's see. You can't alter the images. You can't change... The estate until the sponsor reveals the winning entries. There's an entry thread for small, medium, large, and private chambers slash apartment. So what are they going for? They're trying to judge it on 200 winners. Oh, man, this is another one of those that is like, man, you should just do it because 200 people might not even enter. Exactly. Oh, what do we got here? And I don't think this is too terribly hard. I mean, there, again, there are some restrictions. Like they don't want you using GPOs, one entry per estate. You can't alter the images. Um, player characters should not be visible in any of the screenshots. Um, but it's just basically I think you just hit your home key and you just take visual shots of around your home uh and upload it and you know i i maybe i'm being a little too short on that read the rules for yourself before you say ruby said but it looks pretty basic so just go go work on your house if you've got a um a little house a private estate or a, a free company estate and your free company says sure you know you can be the one uh, go check it out. I, I'm thinking, you it's, know, we have a really nice, our house layout is nice. Well, home. that's what I was wondering is we have a free company house, but <coughs> excuse me. So, but only one of us could enter our house, right? 
Well, yeah, I have a private estate too, and I think you I have do a, as well. I have a private estate. Ulf has a private estate. We'll flip a coin we'll flip for a who coin. can enter the. Uh, <laughs> but the, I, I found how they're judging estate. them: creativity, distinctiveness, originality, and overall execution, according to the criteria listed above. Very cool. Very I cool. think this is worth entering. Just like Yelta said, this may be one of those that 199 people enter. And you could be a winner just for entering. Well, and so you can it. enter one per category. So what? So someone could do the free company house and their private chamber and their small plot. You could enter multiple times. I'm not creative enough. We have, again, the same old, same old prizes, though. Gala Cap, Noble Barding. I do want that Noble Barding. Armin Choker, Mandragora Choker, Bluebird Earring, Scarf of Wondrous Wit. They are in-game mm-hmm. items, no monetary value. So that's cool. Yeah. But you only have till August, what was it, 27th to do this. I, I don't even have my, yes, August 27th. 27th, yes. Yeah, I don't have my, my personal house. Is I, I have no decorating skills, so. Ours is like real spooky. We have like a lot of. The lights are really dim. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of like little blue lights. I think we have the Ramu pole thing that's blue and purple glowy with electric shocks. And oh. I think uh, the chandelier that's um, it's like an ice chandelier. And it's just kind of spooky on our, on our upstairs. Downstairs is cozy. There's a little <laughs> fireplace and a goo-boo rug and uh, like a spa. But upstairs is like really cold. Like, don't come in. But if you, <laughs> if you make it past the foyer, it's really nice downstairs. I had one of those nice chandeliers. It was given to me as an eternal bonding present. and But it was back when, like, chandeliers would break when you took them down. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't have that anymore. I do, I do have the Glade canopy bed or whatever that was also given to me. Heyo. Heyo. All right, join us and win big at Gamescom 2018. Let's see. It is August 21st through 30th. Gamescom, the most exciting time of the year. (laughs) The biggest gaming event in Europe. So in Cologne, Germany, August 21st through 25th, you can get your friends into the game for free. There's going to be a brand new booth at Hall 9. They're going to have lots of activities oh they're gonna add if they sign up for a game account they get the starter edition completely free including 30 days of game time so yeah if you get a buddy that seems like a nice way to suck more people into the game <laughs> mm-hmm. they're having a battle challenge looks like i spin the wheel one again that that was fun when they did the spin the wheel battle challenge oh my god yes they have two different bags the first one's cool. It says I am, and then in letters within the letters, it's like a tank, a healer, a DPS, blah, blah, blah. And the other one's even cooler, though, because it's the meteor symbol. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and a branded sweatband goes to the winners of the Extreme Roulette. It says Warrior of Light on it. That's pretty neat. Let's see. Stage activities. I don't know who any of these are. Um, <laughs> They got t-shirts, man. They got I beat Biako and I beat Tsukiyomi. Oh, they're going to do PvP. They have, they're going to have a lot of game playing going on. That's pretty cool. Yeah, this looks, this looks fun. Say hi to Yoshi P and Soken. So on Wednesday, August 22nd, 
on stage roulette with Yoshi P and Soken. Thursday the 23rd, Byako and Tsukuyomi Extreme with Yoshi P. They're going to have a cosplay contest. The contest entry period is August 25th from 9 a.m. whatever time zone that is. Contest parade on stage. Cool. Let's see. First place gets one PlayStation 4 Pro Stormblood Edition. Whoa. That's the yeah, PlayStation itself? Sounds nice. like it. Because it always tickles me when people have contests and they give away something, the game you already like because you're there, so you probably already have it. But yeah, yeah, this is a whole new PlayStation Pro, maybe. Stormblood Edition. That's pretty awesome. A custom-made trophy. A Final Fantasy XIV backpack, a Final Fantasy XIV carbuncle calendar, Final Fantasy XIV Chloe figure with baby chocobo. Aww. Oh, man. In second place is trophy, backpack, calendar, Chloe figure. Third place. Nice. They get some nice prizes. I hope this means we get nice prizes at FanFest. <laughs> yeah, I'm not counting my chickens, but yeah. This is cool. I feel like Europe is a kind of a more um, intimate atmosphere. Oh, they didn't um, they sell 5,000 little... tickets out in two seconds or whatever? Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, if you go back and look, you know, they, they, they had actually pre-sell, and then they had a few tickets left over to do the regular sell of tickets. In fact, Yelta, on that topic, when I saw that the tickets went for regular sell, I logged into the thing, and it said, like, would you like to pay for your ticket to the European Fan Fest? Mm. It got, I had a ticket reserved. I was like... No thanks. Let me back out. You know, people probably already hate me for having a North America fan fest <laughs> I ticket. Know. I don't need to buy a European one. I too. have like survivor's guilt from getting tickets. It's kind of sad. Well, stand in Ralgar's Reach and you know show your bird or whatever. You know, you got to brag about it, right? Mm. No, I feel the same way you do. But um, I think Europe has a more intimate atmosphere with their with their content and their events. So that's why they can have probably better prizes, uh, more game playing. In fact, I bet it's more relaxed for the crew uh, when they do these things and it, it feels very intimate. All three have to feel completely different. Like I, I don't want to speculate how how Yoshida and company feel in each event but I would imagine that North America's like wild and rabid and you know Europe has their way and Japan you know has their has their way and it's got to be three different atmospheres as you go or else they would I don't think they would do three different there's fans all across the world and mm-hmm. they want to do that but I, I bet there's three different distinct feels and my impression would be that it feels more intimate. They can share more with the – not more information, but share closer connection like playing these events with the fans. I mean obviously you can sign up and get on stage. They're not going to have stuff like that in the North America Fan Fest. I mean you'll be able to shake Yoshida's hand and get Soken to sign something for you. They'll roam around periodically. But you're, I, I don't think it's going to be like you jump on stage. Now Yoshida has jumped into the battle stuff. Like suddenly mm-hmm. Yoshida appears and it's like, whoa, and now he sits down with him. But that's like a rare event. He's not, please sign up with me and I'll be your black mage on your mm-hmm. team. What this feels like right here. And, and Japan has something completely different too. Um, I was skimming through this to see if there was going to be any kind of live letter, and I didn't really see that aspect of it. I imagine we'll have some 
interviews and such that'll come out of this. So um, this will probably be another time that we'll get a wave of news about some um, upcoming stuff with patch 4.4. So I think all the way around, every fan should look forward to this, whether you're European or outside of that area. Yeah, it, it definitely looks like it's less of presentations and more just let's let's play the game. Let's hang out. And, so that's cool. All right, we do have some new optional items available in the Mog Station. Uh, buy, buy stuff. Buy, buy our stuff. So first of all, it's, of course, all of last year's, you know summer event stuff all the moonfire fair stuff the the music the uh shaved ice the uh what are those called you put them on a poster the uh, attire and lord hean's attire so four pieces of attire it's a nice looking outfit i I don't want to go into a huge rant, but I was thinking about this when I was driving home from work and I'm like, no, I was driving into work and I'm like, I had already read this and I'm like, I am completely fucking baffled, completely baffled why we don't have, I feel like the main scenario quest upon going into Stormblood and getting to Kugani and whatever, and you know, going to the East should have like awarded us kimonos and shit. And where, yeah. you know, even if it was like reskinned that way old Moonfire Fair stuff we had from like one point whatever, mm-hmm. right? I have got like three little com- no, no yukatas, but you know, you know, why do we not have more far eastern options? And this one does look really nice. the The guys look pretty cool in it. The guys. There's there's your yeah. other head slapping thing yeah. that I can't understand. Apparently, is, a girl couldn't wear this. That would be why they don't make this unisex. And like every other outfit, whether it's a scion outfit or any other character that they sell, why it's not unisex? Because you are keeping half of your player base uh, not being able to wear this. You know, I mean, I, I'm, it's not really half. But, you but know, well, actually, for a, a portion. I, well, I think more people play female. Isn't there a census somewhere? Probably so. More people actually play females. Which, they want to. They want to watch the booty boobs. run. Yeah. So, but, and I understand. It's, you know, I understand it's modeling. They have to not only you know make it. There's not just a checkbox that says make this fit bitches too. You know, it's just it doesn't work that way. They have to you know model. For every female form on every height slider, every race, every boob slider, you know, I get it. It's not as easy as just just hitting the checkbox, but there's I don't see any reason why a female couldn't wear this. But maybe, maybe culturally, no, but this is a fucking fantasy world. I mean, I guess so, but even if it looked shitty, I mean, what are people going to say? Hey, I get to wear this, but it looks shitty on a female. Well, okay, it's a, it's a male outfit. I mean, we didn't change mm-hmm. it for the female. If you don't like the way it looks on the female, then I, I'm sorry, pick a female outfit. It's made for a male in-game character. So, I, I, you know, and, and 
people might be saying, Rubicon, you're, that's stupid. But but well, regardless, I, I think they <laughs> should just make these outfits unisex. I don't I, – again, I don't know why Urian Jay's outfit's not. Like what? What You just need to expand the chest so it can it's, contain Well, and it's boobies? a cowl. They, 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 they've made yeah. cowls for everybody. Yelta, you know what I found out? What? I had thrown away the boots and the pants from that outfit. No. I did. I didn't like them or something at some point, and I got rid of them because I was going back to look for it for the well, outfit that I'm wearing right now. And I'm like, where is my Scion Chronologicers uh, Caligay? I, I think the, you can the, buy all this stuff. Is, is that available? Yeah, anywhere? I could rebuy it. No, I no, no, no. Can you get, can you get like it back from the Calamity Salvager or something? No, I don't think any of that stuff you can get oh. back after you. I'll I'll take a look, but I don't think you can maybe, rebuy Maybe those. not, yeah. Um, they've, they've done pretty well and I, you know, so it's like they know we might do it, but like some of the stuff handed to you through like job quests or storyline quests or, um, other special events in the game. If you actually do the events and toss it, you can go back and buy from the, uh, Calamity Salvager. Mm-hmm. So that's, I'm a sad, good. I'm a sad guy. Yeah. I threw away my Hermes sandals and I'm still trying to decide if it's worth using my one time restore. Well, see, that time, that I would be willing to do because it's a 1.0 item, mm-hmm. but the, I'm not wait, I'm not doing my restore for the fucking no, deal I can buy I it for $8 again. Some people oh, have used that. the restore to fix buying the wrong ring with tombstones. And I'm like, in another week, farm up more tombstones. I don't know. Exactly. No, I ain't wasting it. Okay, so not only is this item designed for male characters... It is also distributed to a single character on the selected account. Oh, beautiful. Mm-hmm. $12. Is it, is it at least diable? I think it's diable, right? Um, I don't know no? the answer to that. I want to say somebody took a screenshot of it died, but maybe they were modding. I'm going to the site. All right. It's It does not have the di- – where's the icon? Oh, this my is diable. God. There's no, there's no little – no, there's no little – Right? It has well, a little my, circle by it if it's diable. Right? My Urian J outfit wasn't diable either. Which is probably why I threw the shoes away mm-hmm. because I couldn't dye them another color. Because they were kind of a blue tint with a bronze. That's, well, you know and I, kinda, I, I think kinda, I'd throw them away well, again. And I kind of get why this isn't diable because this is iconically Hint. his. It's, yeah. you know, and it's, you know, that's the color. However, I'm just like, again, why don't we have a diable version of this that you can earn some other way? I don't know. Even if it doesn't look as awesome, diet or mm-hmm. I don't know. It baffles me why we visit the Far East and don't get to wear any of their clothes. We can make clothes for them. I've done the, I've done the uh, weaver's quest so we can make clothes for them. <laughs> Yelta, it's cultural appropriation, and that's uncalled for. Okay. Move past it. God. What? I'm not what? saying nothing. I'm not saying nothing. I'm what? <laughs> uh, listen, your uh, your Lord Hand's attire no. is not my fucking prom. What is it? I don't know. I don't know. Never mind. Oh, no. Yes, that was that, that Chinese dress, right? <laughs> Move past it. Oh, my Lord. All right. Uh, let's see. Announcing the fifth anniversary site and 14 hour broadcast. Celebrating five years, guys. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So these, these are usually pretty fun. Um, they're fun to watch. I, I, they're, they're fun to like have in your second monitor 
and be playing something else. But um, on August 27th, 14-hour broadcast, they're going to have special guests and challenges and and, and whatever. So uh, there is a fifth anniversary site. And this is all mm-hmm. going to start on Friday, August 31st, by the way. I said, okay, the anniversary is the 27th, but this all starts August 31st, 8 p.m. PDT. It goes for 14 hours. These are usually pretty funny. And this illustration, I've seen other people comment on Twitter and stuff. The illustration's adorable. I don't know why. It just, it makes me happy. Yeah, I see. I see my guy that wore the or uh, that uh, rode the Buck and Bronco for uh, Atma uh, a few years back. The Atma He's here. I wonder yeah. what mechanical creature he'll ride and uh, what he'll farm next. Oh, so, uh, we're getting more tales from the whatever. So these are the tales yeah. from the storm that starts on the tenth. That so I yeah. I really like this site. I was perusing and um, it's got just to name the categories messages from the developers. Uh, it does have the fan favorite music poll, and we have a blog post. We'll talk about that shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, Tales from the storm. So we are getting those special stories. Fourteen uh, hour broadcast. Uh, Moonfire fair. The seasonal. Oh, see the dates on there. I have not seen people talk about this. The, the date says Monday, August thirteenth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, rising uh, seasonal event information hunt the behemoth uh, which is live now in monster hunter world mm-hmm. in fact we've had some friends that have already hunted the behemoth our friend cerizian has already hunted i think there's two levels to this thing i guess oh. i could click on this and see what it says but uh, my understanding is there's a uh, like a baby mode in like the real mode and uh, he took down the baby mode, but the real mode is a little tough. Um, and then it's got our version with Rathalos, and then more coming soon. But yes, Yelta, you are right. Every one of these has the date underneath it when we can expect stuff. It's not really in order because some stuff like the Hunt the mm-hmm. Behemoths at the bottom, and that's already started. But Moonfire Fair, I guess, is one of the upcoming things, and that's uh, Monday, August 13th to sunday august 26th and then of course we'll have rising following right after that uh on august 27th through september 18th so lots of stuff coming this is like the cool time of the year for 14 as far as like the summer event and then we go into rising right after that and then we'll be tasting 4.4 soon after um this is a good time of the year it's in it what was it last year somebody was even complaining there's too many events to go to. No, none of these events are ever exhausting, right? Maybe, mm-hmm. okay, now the Monster Hunter one we know is going to be not your normal event, but it also has no end date. But the Rising, the Moonfire Fair are never exhausting events. Uh, in the past, they've had like repeatable stuff or whatever, but you can't sell any of it anyway anymore, which makes me cry. Yeah. But um, bomb dance or whatever else, and yeah. then you're kind of done with yeah, it. Yeah, and you're done. So it's, I think was it was the last one. We were swimming around and po- you looking had to for fireworks. Sw- you had to swim and talk to NPCs and set off the fireworks on these little. I don't know. There was there was a couple of phases to it, and I think it still had the cook the fish and and fish for a fish and some other there was multiple oh, ways yeah, to do they it right? always make it where like it's gathering crafting and battle if you want it to be and and they make it very varied that makes sense i still wish they would add in stuff from previous years like other mmos do <laughs> wow 
because because like one year the Moonfire Fair Festival had all like these three different mini games in the different zones. One was like shooting a cannon at like crazy cactars or something. I can't remember now. I mm-hmm. and one was like you ride a mount and put out the fires. And there was three different, I think it was three different mini games. And usually they're a little more active and they've, I feel like they've been having more fun year after year. I don't want to get my hopes up too much, but <laughs> I feel like, you know, year after year, you know, that the, the Valentine's Day event was fun and unique. The Halloween event's probably my favorite usually most yeah. years. I just do wish they would more often I'm not just saying straight up recycle last year's. Please develop something else, but find a way to, like, have it all there. Because mm-hmm. most of them have a farmable item. You collect multiples of some sort of currency only for that event. And then you can buy all the stuff and they have multiple, you know, so you run the Haunted Mansion over and over and over again. Or you, you know, do the Valentine's Day maze over and over and over again to get the best stuff. So it would be, I think, really cool if they could find a way to reuse some of those old events. Because only getting to see them once is kind of a shame. All right. And when we're exhausted from that, we will rest. No, then we'll go to Fan Fest. (laughs) (laughs) Well, us exhausted, they'll be. Yeah, they'll they'll be be exhausted. exhausted. That's okay. All right. What's on tap? Developers blog and tracker. We knew about this earlier, but I still... I had a problem, Ruby. I went oh, yeah. to the Stormblood developers blog, or the, the, I went to the dev blog, or no, wherever they posted it at first. Because this didn't just come out today. Yes, no, it, no, this was on the Lodestone a right. couple of weeks back. I think we reported about it. Yeah, I got thrown because the blog post was yesterday. So the blog yeah. post is about the fan favorite music poll. You know, log in to the site, pick your 10 favorite music. But I was frustrated. I was frustrated right before the podcast again because I'm like, Ruby, I log in. It lets me vote. It has a little play button and a little pause button if it's playing, but I don't hear anything. I'm using Google Chrome, and I also use the disable HTML5 autoplay. It was – I had to disable that. So if you are – Going to that site and you can't hear anything, you're supposed to hear something when you hit the little play buttons. So I'm going to have to go back now and pick my 10 songs, which, Ruby, how did you pick 10 songs? Oh, Yelta, I just picked 10 songs, okay? Listen, I went in and I played probably half of them. I already know what songs I like. And and both you and I know, uh, we both own all of these soundtracks. I was going to say, why are you even playing it? Just bust out the (laughs) Blu-rays. You have them all as well as I. Lost uh, but... somewhere in my house. Oh, ours are on the mantle because they have Sokin's autograph <laughs> all over them. Um, uh, I picked... What I, what I did was I tried to pick two from each album, which is very, <laughs> very hard. Uh, they let you choose between A Realm Reborn, uh, which goes up to, I think, 2.1, something like that. Um, and then Before the Fall, I think, goes from like 2.2 through 2.5, uh, Heaven's Word, which is 3.0 and maybe 3.1, uh, Far Edge of Fate, which is the rest of Heaven's Word, and Stormblood, which actually goes all the way up to 4.3. They managed to cram – I think they said Stormblood was the biggest mm. of all the albums that they've done. They managed to cram um, everything up to 
Sukiyomi's uh, stuff is in there. Yeah, Sukiyomi's uh, stuff. So uh, it's like the last song is her song mm-hmm. on there, but it's like, oh my god, they saved the best song for last or whatever. So uh, anyway, I tried to limit myself to two, and I managed to do that, but this is very difficult. What I also did was like, there's some songs that are played out. Mm-hmm. Like, how many times can you hear Ultima's theme? They put it on every every soundtrack and it's been redone and it's been done by the primals and all that so i try not to pick the stuff that they would already do and i may actually go back and change some stuff (laughs) uh there are some favorites of mine that i was like they may be my favorite but i don't think it would be voted on so anyway here are my 10 picks for my favorite uh the first two are going to be from a reborn soundtrack uh which is when you're going through castrum uh, meridianum uh, just the theme when you're running through them is so freaking epic. I love, love, love that song. Now, I love Ultima as well because, of course, you fight Ultima just after. But uh, Penitus is just <laughs> fucking awesome. And then uh, Fealty, I got to go back and listen to what that one was again. I think that one was um, – ooh, which one was Fealty? Because when I was going back and playing all of them, I was like, oh, my God. God, I cannot forget these. It's just so difficult to do all this. I'm actually <laughs> going to go in there right now, and I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to listen to these again so I can figure so out feel, what, oh, what I was So, okay, Fealty is number 69, giggity. <laughs> Maybe that's why I picked oh, it. Oh, it's like the – is it the lighthouse? Oh, it might be. Let me no. see here. Because it puts them in red when I've picked them here. Oh, that one is um, – uh, Central, uh, the snowy place. What is that one? Oh, uh, Quartus. oh yeah, yeah, Quartus yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because it's real, like haunting, like oh, yeah. That one. That's such a good one. Uh, before the fall, two songs from that. From the ashes, hands down. That is Phoenix's fight. Have to choose that one, <laughs> my boy. Uh, uh. Uh, old man who who died for our sins, mm-hmm. uh, not Jesus. Uh, and oh, then yeah, uh, foot, footsteps in the snow. That is okay. So I went with Oblivion is played out. I mm-hmm. love Oblivion, but um, uh, Shiva's first song is footsteps in the snow. The slower theme, the piano version of it. I love mm-hmm. that song so much. First phase of Shiva. Uh, Heaven's Word songs, uh, Nobility Obliges, that is the, I think the night song for, um, not, um, not a night at the broom, but when you go into like the jeweled crozier and the, the other area, uh, the second area within Ishgard, that's the night tune from that, um. That's it's so beautiful to me. And then um, Order Yet Undeciphered. This one may be played out, but that's the Asus Law song, mm-hmm. and that one just rocks. I'm sorry. I even have lyrics to that one when I sing it to myself. It's just basically Asus Law, Asus Law. But it, that, that's what it goes through my head every time I play it, so I can't, I can't help it. The next two from Far Edge of Fate. Okay, I had to kind of capitulated on this one because I had I had two that I really liked but they both were very piano type songs. Mm-hmm. One is Ancient City and that one hands down that is um oh what's that dungeon that we go back to uh it's the hard mode with um it's it's what fifth astral era where the the white mages used to live. Oh, I can't think of Oh. This. There's that rotted you know what I'm talking in there. About. Yeah. 
Anyway, listeners, you know what I'm talking about. Um, this is the piano version of that one. Uh, and then this is where I was like, uh, because we don't have Equilibrium on any real album just now. I don't think that the Primals haven't done Equilibrium yet, have they? Mm, I don't think I don't we've remember. gotten that. I think they were saying, like, come to FanFest, where well, I think we'll have Equilibrium at FanFest. So it's not quite played out yet, but it'll probably be played out by the time this Greatest Hits album comes out. So I love Equilibrium, which is Sophia's fight. But the other one that I really love, and I didn't vote on it because it's another piano one, it's called uh, Biblio, Bibliophobia. Bibliophobia? Yeah, Bibliophobia. I that love that song. Is, <laughs> oh, that's also the piano theme, but that's the one when you go back to the ancient library. Mm-hmm. You know where Urian J. See, I, I, like, I didn't alternate like the, outfit. I didn't like the first library song. Remember that? Right, because right? it's real like jazzy and I funky and stuff. I didn't, I didn't care stuff. for that, but I really liked the next one. Yeah. Well, and that's bring back Moon Brita. Oh my God! It just brings me to a place where it's like I feel so sad for Urian Jay, and I feel like if he had one last dance with with Moon Brita in the mm-hmm. library, and they could embrace the, each other one last time and tell each other how much they cared for each other before she went on. I, it's come on, bring back Moon Brita. I love Moon Brita. Please bring back Moon Brita. All right. You didn't pick Rise because I love Rise so much. Okay, I didn't pick Rise because the Primals have already done it. Mm. But I love Rise. And I also love the um, the silly one where all oh, the, the GoBots come back out oh. and they did do that. And I also love Forward and Back and then Forward see, and see, Back. See, I didn't realize but, Stasis Loop was a separate piece of music because I love that part in the fight. But yeah. I don't know if I'd vote for it as a song on its own. Well, and that's what's cool about Rise when they do it live. They actually add that part mm-hmm. in there. They stop time and then they yeah, play that, that little bit for. So, again, the only reason I didn't pick those is because I could pick up a Primals album and mm-hmm. they're already on that. Uh, my last two, which are Stormblood, which Stormblood is probably the hardest because it's the freshest for me and I don't get this sense of nostalgia when I go back and listen to it mm-hmm. as much. Uh, a Father's Pride, that's uh, Yangja's daytime theme. I just. That one's just so sweet to me. Mm. And I also love the night theme because it's called a mother's pride. It's kind of – I don't know. There's just a neat dichotomy of that, but I have to go with father's pride on that. And then Wayward Daughter, which is uh, Sukiyomi's mm-hmm. like last phase, which again, it's probably like Equilibrium. By the time we get to Fan Fest, it's going to be somewhat played out. They may like have a version of that, which will be fucking awesome mm-hmm. in concert. Uh, but until that day comes, it is a rocking song, and I really, really love that song. So, uh, listeners, go do your picks. This expires on the 10th. I urge you to go out there and make your choices right now. Um, and Yelta, you need to do it too. I, I'm okay. going to have to go do it. I may have to do – it was overwhelming to me though to like uh... – how am I going to pick 10 songs from five? I may just have to do it like you and be like, just pick two from each. Cause, cause there are 393 songs, right? Yeah. The worst is like a realm reborn. Honestly, <laughs> it's got so many songs on it. And then the other thing is like, I don't want to pick the 1.0 songs. I feel like they're trying to steer us away from that, but some of them come back up well, in other soundtracks. But I hear a lot of the town songs so much. It's hard yeah, that first that first album to choose from is 119 songs. Mm-hmm. Then the 61 songs, 58 songs. It gets songs, easier after that. 50 songs. Oh, my God. You know what? Oh, my. Oh, Stormblood's 105 songs. Oh, Stormblood's a lot, yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You got to give it to Final Fantasy XIV and Soken for sure, because that is consistently good music and so many. I feel like every area has its own music. Every dungeon has its own music. Even when they're uh, kind of like riffs from other songs just rearranged or whatever, you know, I, I, they, they all sound good. There's only been like one or two songs I actively didn't like at all. Yeah. There have been a few I kind of got sick of or or whatever. I, I would have trouble voting probably for like any of the in-town songs during the day or at night or a lot of those, are just just because I hear them all the time, not because they're bad. So that's what's really hard about this is you said it yourself. You're like, it's played out. Mm-hmm. I like Oblivion just fine, but you are absolutely right. The first phase music is superior in my mind. You know, I don't know. It's it's hard. It's hard. And what do we got? We got ooh, eight more days. Eight more days, so get on get it. Get on it. Yeah, uh, you, you were making a point like how good the music is and, and it's just one of those things that people go back to. I watch a lot of Twitch streamers and I was watching Shorty Guy the other night and a lot of these Twitch streamers who do MMOs are going back to WoW to mm-hmm. uh, get built up enough to do the um, new expansion when it comes out soon. And he was doing some quests with a group. I think they were doing like a 25-man raid or something. And he was just doing a just a random soundtrack of music. And he has played 14 before, and he likes 14. And Equilibrium came on the music. And he straight up stopped, and he goes, Oh my god, I love this song so much. <laughs> Final Fantasy fourteen has the best music. And like... It's just so refreshing to hear that you're in the middle of a WoW stream and you stop what you're doing just to make a comment about how good 14's music is. So you're playing WoW with 14 music in the background because that's how superior it is. Not to shit on WoW. I'm sure there's great songs and great zones and all that other stuff. But God, the music to 14 is just freaking epic. Mm-hmm. Very, very true. All right, I you posted this thread. I have not read it, but sure. just just through a real quick, just a real quick look while you were just talking, I mm-hmm. man, I I'm so happy that they have read these posts and are willing to respond with them. So this is uh, why don't you go ahead and describe what this is? Yeah, I you know I I lit on this because there's very little developers tracker as of late um but this was a response from um one of the reps in fact our newest rep uh Ridrina uh was commenting on a post about some some ideas that we could have to give us some longevity of the content and uh there was a previous post and I had even added to that that was about like um the ultima fights and people are getting really sad that there's not going to be another ultimate fight um and what are we supposed to do with this content refreshing the content so this one's called state of the game savage plus dungeons and endgame leaves and i I feel like some of this does take from wow because there there is some like where you can replay the dungeons on a harder difficulty Mm -hmm. but that's multiple um, tiers of difficulty right is kind of what wow does yeah yeah, so this is there's two comments here and, and some updates, but the two major comments were Savage Plus Dungeons, and this is by um, uh, Del Monte B, and he says uh, Savage Plus Dungeons. What would the Savage Plus system look like? A spinoff 
on taking the modifiers from Heaven on High and applying them to scaled-up dungeons that are currently in the game. Um, it's about using some of the dungeons that have gone unused and scaling them up to the you know, from 70 to 80, 90 and up, using some of the pomanders and other things within Heaven on High uh, to modify those dungeons and make them challenging and repeatable, um, and just giving us more longevity with those things. Maybe even adding leaderboards um, and different uh, kind of, you know, maybe mounts, titles, things that we can achieve through that. So that was the first suggestion, and, and I'm truncated. There, there's a mm-hmm. lot more to it. Uh, and even an update uh, with that. And then also the second was end game leaves. Because we've commented before, the leave system is a carryover from 1.0. And I feel like since 2.0, they tried to refresh it in 3.0 with the, the mass leaves where you could use 10 leaves to do it. It but was underwhelming really, le- though, you know. Yeah, I, very I, yeah. much so. It didn't give you what, what the expectation was with it. And really what leaves have turned into is how can I level my crafter and gatherer really fast uh, in a short period of time. And leaves are really the way to go for that. Um, but what uh, Damani B suggests is endgame leaves. One of the systems that I've always thought could use a horde mode would be the leaves system. Think waves of enemies, ever-increasing difficulty levels, and even add in HOH modifiers to the mix. The catch here is that leaves happen in the open world, mm-hmm. so it would be visible to other players while at the same time being instanced content. The catch is the leave would allow you to end after any 10 rounds of enemies, but would continue for as long as you can go, so there would be no end. The enemies would keep getting stronger, and they could pull from any number of enemies or bosses that the game already has. Uh, and he goes on with some of that we have talked about that before because 11 has content like that the besieged where they're attacking a city and waves of enemies come to you and it's like where is the content where i'm pitted against wave after wave until i can stand no more and the leave system is underwhelming as it stands why not combine the two uh it gives you a feeling of open world content uh, while still being instanced. And what happens when you die with a leaf? It ports you right back to the crystal and you're kind of done with that step and, you know, you, you're, you're back with your group. And, and some of those could be group-based as well. I think the only leaves that aren't group-based are the grand or the yeah the grand company leaves. You have to run those solo, I believe. But in the past, we had the leaves where you, you could – other people who had the same leave would combine would and link, it would give you right? increased right, – yeah. Yeah, and that, maybe that was more 1.0. Maybe that still is in the system. Again, leaves are so underwhelming and underused that I forget what everything uh, is in that leaf system. Well, and so, they were basically – battle leaves were abandoned in Stormblood, like you said. Battle yeah. leaves were just like – and I, I'm like – leaves – I liked leaves for what they were. I think they could have improved it. Instead, they kind of decided to cut it. Um, in fact, do you remember like doing leaves and getting amber-encased vilekin – Oh, yes. Right, right. So that that doesn't even exist now. I think there is a... Leaves could incorporate stuff that they've learned we enjoy from Deep Dungeon, stuff we enjoy from Treasure Maps, right? So, you know, and I still... Even if they gave us... Even if they gave us leaves that we could only do in Eureka or only could do in Diadem, right? They could maybe breathe some life back into diadem by being like here's some leaves fight some monsters you have some you know you know something else to do while you're in there and they just kind of like 
don't. I don't yeah. know. I mean, what happens when you you have leaves, right? And what happens when you've already used all your leaves to level all three of your gatherers and all eight of your crafters? You just, they sit. Well, what if you had the option to say, hey, I need to level these crafters, but I also could blow 10 leaves or 15 or 20 to say, let's do this thing once per week to give us some variety. They could make a new currency or use the Vilkin uh, uh, Ambers or like the suggestion here offering XP tomes, mounts, minions, and more. There could be a variety of rewards that come from this uh, while giving old content some freshness. You, we're, we're not reinventing the wheel. We already have the system in place. We already have the mob types. I mean, because let's be serious, maps in Heaven on High and, and Deep Dungeon, they're not necessarily – some. there's some new models, but they're not mm-hmm. necessarily creating new creatures for these things. They're palette swaps and sometimes not even palette swaps. Uh, maybe just a name change to them. Mm-hmm. And, they, just, they just give them new names and throw them at you. And, you know, increase the level difficulty mm-hmm. of it. So, well, why and where's not? our skirmish? Why don't we have Loxley? Where did Turtleback Island go? Why it can't sunk we... under the ocean? <laughs> I who knows? I don't know because it was like I loved skirmish back in the day. We had so much fun of that. I wonder if my that video is still up about me talking drunkenly in skirmish. <laughs> Probably so. We have to have blackmail somewhere, Yelta, and I'm sure that's where it is. It's sunk to, to the bottom of the ocean like locks lie. Uh, but, uh, yeah, again, this is content that it's not reinventing the wheel. Uh, we could just reuse some of the old stuff, and mm. it may give these devs uh, the chance to um, keep things fresh without working themselves to the bone. And maybe, I know we're always saying there needs to be one more thing, one more thing. But I don't think the game has to make up some new thing. The things that we've suggested in the past, like a besieged mode and such, it's not really... I don't think it would be that difficult to come up with that thing. We're not talking about a brand new zone with a brand new gimmick or, and making some new amusement park ride that nobody's ever heard or seen of before. Um, this is just using kind of the stuff that we already know and we've done in other games and know could possibly be successful, but we as players don't quite know the right way to, to see that happen. But I think the developers already have the tools in game to make some of this work. So anyway, to the heart of it, Ridrana says, Hey everyone, I wanted to sneak in to say we very much appreciate your valuable ideas and feedback regarding more high difficulty content. We escalated this thread to the devs, but please note this doesn't guarantee that these ideas will be implemented. On that note, my pomander of concealment is wearing off. Who cleared heaven on high? Thanks again. So it's nice. They're listening. So I hope this gets to the right people. And I hope maybe when the North American Fan Fest comes around or somewhere in between now and then that somebody asks the question, hey, did you hear about these things? What are you doing to bring back leaves? What are you doing for savage level dungeons? What are you going to do to keep content fresh but still reuse some of the assets that we have in game? Uh, I would love to know. Yeah, and it's a Final Fantasy game. We kind of just renaming and recoloring a mob is kind of just like par for the course, right? Some of that's because it's an old, old fantasy game and they, they had to do that. But I don't know. I don't get bothered when they're like, oh, it's a new patch. Here's 10 more reskinned things and two brand new things. I'm like, bring it on. 
-hmm. and use the ideas for stuff we liked, right? All right, let's take some shots. We have uh, Mithrin Scarlet, Scarlet, Mithrin Scarlet. Mithrin Scarlet sends you messages, I guess. He does. He sends me a lot of messages. But this time he did not correct me on anything that I said incorrectly in the previous podcast. This was actually a pretty funny email. So thank you, Mithrin, for sending me a message. He puts, hey, man, you're totally forgetting that giant novel I wrote to Yelta telling her to calm her tits about the future of Black Mage in Stormblood before it's released. (laughs) This is his comment to me saying all he does is berate me to tell me I say incorrect things during the podcast. So. You know, Yelta, you you got some too, but we just didn't oh yeah, that one I need to calm my tits. My tits are currently calm. Please calm your mm-hmm. tits, man. Also, when you were going on about that fourteen forum post saying if you can do Ritterana math, you can do parse calculations, I was laughing so hard. Then when you said I know who beat my ninety five roll, I freaking lost it. <laughs> right after that, you're telling the dead people they need Jesus because they're spamming for use to use LB three. I lost it again. Uh, thanks, man. Um, listen, I tried to do the best I can in those in those rates. Uh, he says, "All right, Ruby. I since you're going to FanFest, I have a job for you. When you see Yoshi P, ask him." So we have job-specific emotes for Summoner, like Megaflare, and Dragoon. When are we getting some for the other jobs? And when he says, we have one for Dragoon, you say, yeah, play dead. <laughs> and see, see what he says. See how he responds. Uh, yes, that's funny. I, you know, that is another thing. Yeah, back in 11, uh, it was sometime, I think it was, um, it was after Wings of the Goddess, maybe or around that time. They, they had job specific, um, emotes, uh, for each, each job. I remember Black Mages kind of jumped up in the air and had some demon wings and stuff. And, um, I, I would like to see that come back around again. That would be, uh, that'd be pretty cool to have. Some of those. I mean, I guess we already do have some. We have like the where you twirl your cane or whatever else, depending. But I wouldn't mind seeing another one, uh, something else that's cool. Maybe one every expansion. How about that? Let's let's up the ante. I want to see a new job specific emote every expansion. Yoshida, get to work, sir. Please. Thank you, Mithrin Scarlet. Appreciate your email. Yes, thank you. We really appreciate it when people send us messages, texts, whatever retweet us <laughs> we like your attention all right i guess that's it right i think we're mm-hmm. i think we're at a closing time you don't have to go home but you can't stay here you can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website gtffxiv.com while you're there please leave us a comment and if you'd like to you can support us by clicking the donation button you can find us on twitter at gtffxiv.com no gtffxiv <laughs> You can email us at gtffxiv at gmail.com. Please rate us, uh, Ruby. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at RubiconVale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. And you can find me on Twitter as well at YeltaSumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. As always, thank you for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.